When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can go to trap sons and traps? Trap sons and trap don'ts 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 and Welcome to a Bredo M Bay Roasted Podcast. We got a special one from Vegas. Uh, we got one of my uh, one of my favorite people here, Jay Haran. A lot of you newer fans don't re- don't know. They, you guys don't know. You guys don't realize the yeah, recognize. Don't recognize the OGs. This is one of the OGs of the sport. Before we get to him, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, if you find yourself in need of marijuana, uh, go to speedweed.com. They got everything from from joints to CBD oil to I'm telling you, my back is killing me, and uh, I was like, I was fucking hurt, and then I, I put on this, I rolled on CBD oil, now I feel like a million bucks. So, CB, uh, uh, go to speedweed.com, get uh, 20% off if you say, I uh, mentioned MMA Roasted on $100 or, or more. So, here with Jay Haran, uh, who actually, I used to follow you, because I didn't actually go to Oceanside, I got sent to boarding school, but what I should have went, and I, I actually, I trained with the kids, and you were a legend, you were Jay Haran back yeah, then James Hieronymus James Hieronymus <laughs> you were 130 pounds I think yeah in and senior year you yeah. fucked up everybody though yeah I was pretty good in you, high school you were the county champion three time county champ three time three time, three yeah, time and, county champ. and how'd you do in the in the states wrestling states I second my sophomore year and I should have won it my, my uh, senior year but got robbed you got how Happens. uh lost double overtime to Terry Showalter oh wow Thank God I still got my memory. I remember that. So you took second in the state twice? Second in the state twice, yes. Now, I, I ended up being All-American in the high school nationals that, that year, which is really tough. Um, high school nationals, all the, you know, badass kids around. Now, I remember I went to Oceanside. Well, I remember going to Oceanside, and I went to Maine, and I actually won the state championship in Maine. Uh, it was like Class C, and then I came back, and I was—I still wasn't very good. I was just 103 pounds, and I was good for like Maine at that time. I was in a weak weight class, but I went back to Oceanside, and there was a, their legend was this kid named uh, John Girardi. He was a kid that everybody talked about, yeah. John Girardi, yeah. John Girardi, and he, I, he was like, "You're the state champ," and he laughed at me, and he's like, "Ah ha ha," and he clowned me, <laughs> and he—he he was the king. But you know, you fucked up Girardi though. I—I I did, but he beat me though in in um. In uh, my freshman year, a few kids beat me my freshman year that I remember that pretty much made me get better. And he's one of those kids. He definitely, you know, I lost to him and I was like, man, I, I know I could beat this kid. So I just trained harder. And, you know, again, I, that's what made me, you know, get get my butt in the gym and stay after and learn. And you came back and you beat him, what, your senior year, junior year? Uh, I think maybe that year I beat him again, freshman year. There was a few guys that beat me my freshman year, which was my first year wrestling. And I didn't really know nothing. I was just, you know, tough kid. And I didn't, you know, one thing I always had was I would never give up. And, um, but I didn't have no technique. Right. So that's what, you know, these few kids beat me. He's one of them. And I was like, all right, 
you know, let me learn how to wrestle. <laughs> that's the thing about wrestling that um, that's the hardest thing about wrestling is that it, it jujitsu probably too, but it's one of those things where you only get better by getting the shit beaten out of you. Oh yeah, and and it's hard to like convince a kid to do that or anybody to do that. It's one of those yeah. things where you, I mean, comedy, you know. You get good enough in comedy, you're gonna stop bombing. You'll still bomb once in a while. Yeah. But but wrestling is one of those things. I remember there was a kid named Joel Friedman. Yep. I went to the states with him. Dad, senior. He he was like, hey, come to my wrestling camp. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, every weekend my wrestling. It was me, him, and one friend. Uh And they and I was their practice dummy. (laughs) I I bet you got better though. Oh, I got so much. better. I mean, that's the thing. I always tell like you know uh, um, parents, you know, if you want to put your kid in a sport that'll teach him discipline you know and and give him a direction and get him tough is is wrestling no doubt about it and and i mean you know it's it's pretty much at any high school so it's free yeah you know they just go from class to training after or or wrestling practice after school and it teaches them everything man it'll turn you into a man Uh, absolutely now you're from freeport right freeport yes uh, but by the way, if you guys don't know Freeport, it's very black. Uh, it's, <laughs> no, I, it's very Latin black. It's uh, white. It's everything. Uh, okay, you but for, okay. Well, back then when I was there, uh, we used to play them in football, and and when they would get off the bus, we had, we had already lost. Uh, oh, and this is in middle school. Well, once we saw the Freeport team, we're like, oh, this this is not going to go well for us. Uh, we got a badass football squad, though, man. A lot of guys go to the pros from Freeport, so yeah, you know no. that the head. Coach is actually a uh, little shout out for him is Russ Sullen, which he is why I made it through high school because he was the assistant wrestling coach at the time. And he, you know, believed in me. And I was I was dipping and dodging and wanted to quit. Like we talked earlier, I quit in my senior year, two time county champ, state runner up. And I quit. And then he would like make it a point to find me in school and oh, really? act like he's walking down the hallway and just so happened to run into me. And he got me back on the team. So. You know, he's he's a guy that so you, you, know, you definitely, played football too? I didn't. He wanted me to. I was too small. I was ninety one oh, okay. pounds. But he's a guy that, that, you know, definitely looks over people and that's why the you know, the success of the athletes come out of it is is incredible. Now now, uh, now are you half black? A hundred percent black? black, Italian. Ita- uh, so so your mom's Italian? Yes. Your dad's black. Yeah. Okay. Are you, were you close to your family? Uh yeah. I mean, well, you know, I was adopted when I was a baby, so my family is my family. That's who I know. Right, right, right. Growing up, you were adopted you know. by a half black, half. Are your your, your original? No, my original mother is Italian, and my adopted mother is Italian. So, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So that that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, my real, real biological father, I don't know, but uh, uh, my Hieronymus comes from my adoptive father, and you know, he was in my life for. The beginning years of my life and then they had a divorce but he was a good guy he was always around oh nice you know but yeah i went through the whole you know um they were together and then we moved to freeport well, I, I actually i grew up in oceanside when i was young oh nice and then you know i went to uh elementary and junior high and we moved to freeport at that time and um yeah but i i mean you know everybody has a story i mean i had a good life i mean no matter what i got sisters with blonde hair blue eyes so i didn't know difference <laughs> Growing up when I was a kid, you know, I just, whatever, everybody's everybody, you know. Now, when your know. parents adopted you and you were winning counties, they were like, oh, we adopted the right kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we picked the one. The stork brought the right one. Because <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking about that. I was, I, was, I was in my car and that girl, Simone, the Olympian, the black Olympian. Oh, yeah. 
and she was saying, "Yeah, I was adopted," and, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Well, I'd adopt it. Like, can I, can I adopt you after you win the Olympics? Like, I mean, like yeah. at 18, could I? Hey, listen, but here's a house. Yeah, right. So they picked the right one. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so now did you get in a lot of fights growing up? Or oh yeah, a lot of fights. Well, I was a small kid. I didn't grow till later in my life. So you know, going into ninth grade, I was 100 pounds. So, yeah, I was getting picked on elementary, junior high, and I only had older sisters. I didn't have an older brother. So there was no, you know, hey, big bro, help me out with this. Nah, none of that. I had to just. Did you hook up with your sister's friends? No, no. Really? Was, yeah, not, not really. Your blonde they, hair, they, blue eyes, sisters, their yeah, friends? Yeah, but they had, they had a big age difference in between. So oh, not okay. big, but, you know, not, uh, big enough to where they were like, well, get out of here, you little scrawny kid, bird chest. I, so, I remember when I finally looked up my sister's friends, it was like the happiest day of my life. I think yeah. I was in high school. <laughs> and I was like, finally. I almost got, got a fight. By the way, uh, to, uh, before we get back to Jay, today was one of the worst days. I go on the treadmill because uh-huh. I'm, I'm all fat from Christmas. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go running. So yeah. I'm doing like seven. I'm doing like, I'm going to do 45 minutes at, at six, five, six, seven, seven. This is a, a light jog, but it's still a good workout. So then the, my phone rings. So I get off the treadmill uh, at like 25 minutes. And I'm like, I take the phone call. Then I'm like, oh, okay. Normally treadmills stop when you get off. Yeah. Right? So I figured it stopped. Yeah. So I go back on. It didn't fucking stop. And I just, I went, whoa. I, I went face down. I hit my leg, the ACL fucking leg. I'm oh, like, no, wow. I'm hanging by the foot. Oh. Man, that's the footage you need for your show, right? Luckily, there. luckily, no one saw me. I, I, it was so embarrassing. Wow. That was bad. And then I almost got into a, a fight at the comedy club last Tuesday at Dime Bar. Oh damn! So I, it was like a shitty crowd. There's nobody there. There's like ten people there. It's like except of course my, my one of my friends was there. Actually, I'm Gary from ESPN. It was the one show I didn't want him to see. And I, I'm picking on the crowd, and there was a guy with a beard. I'm like, oh, ISIS is here, and I'm making fun of everyone. <laughs> and I didn't realize the guy was like, fuck you, I'll fuck you in the ass. Blah, blah, I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, oh, hey man, I'm kidding. I don't know if you're really an ISIS. I'm He's with a girl. I'm like, oh, is she a hostage. And then like. <laughs> So then he, the guy's getting even angrier, right? So then I, I leave him alone. Then I finally go. I finally go back to him. I'm like, listen, man, just relax, queef. It's okay. That's my fir- favorite part of the show, by the way, when oh, you get on the audience. Oh well, then after the show, the guy comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, you want to fight?" Uh, oh, wow. And like he's tall and drunk, and I'm like, I could probably, yeah. you know. But I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm running the show. Yeah. I, what, what am I? Gonna, I'm gonna get sued. I don't. Need, I go, listen, man. It's just a comedy show. He goes, no, you. Fu-. And he grabbed me. I go, oh, dude. Yeah. I go, get your hands off me. Yeah. He goes, well, what are you gonna do? I go, don't uh, touch me. He goes, I'll touch you. He, make, he makes a phone call. Five huge ISIS. Middle Eastern guys show up. <laughs> They're outside, They're right? So then the bouncer's like, hey, go apologize. So he leaves. I go outside. I'm like, hey, man. And the guy goes, what did you say to him? I go, well, it was a comedy show. I called him ISIS, which is not what you want to tell a huge guy who has no idea. He, I go, where is he from? He's like, Saudi Arabia. I'm like, great, right? So, I go, so then the guy goes, I'm like, listen. The guy goes, the guy grabs my ear. Oh, and, but there's like bounces and I go, get your hands off me. And I've been taking Krav Maga for what two weeks. What are you weeks. doing, the ISIS technique? I, so I'm ear. like, yeah, grab my ear. <laughs> but luckily it was not my cauliflower ear because yeah. then I would have flipped. So then I go back outside and someone's like, these guys, they're getting guns or some crazy shit. So I just got in my car and drove home. I'm like, oh. fuck this. So hopefully these guys, so if, you, if, if, if I'm dead uh, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, this, is, this story right here is, is, is the reason. So anyway, back to you, Jay. Okay, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. so then you end up, now your grades aren't good, right? Never. Your grades, now you're a smart guy. Yeah, I just didn't like school. Didn't like school. So any kids listening out there, don't, you know, stick to the books. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I just wasn't into it. So you ended up going to Nassau Community College, right? Nice, I had a big time, uh, you know, I used to fantasize a lot. 
<laughs> fan about chicks or something? Or like, Maybe. Are oh, you a daydream in school? Yeah, daydream. Yeah. So, but now, are, are, are colleges recruiting you? I would think yeah. that... Yeah. No, no. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I wasn't into school, but I loved wrestling. So, you know... Once I had a, the semester would come up, I would have to pass classes. I would make it a point again to do it. So again, it goes back to, you know, being in sports helped me get through a lot of things in my life too, as school being, you know, one of them. You know, I wouldn't have graduated high school without having to pass classes to be on the wrestling team. Right. You know, just like college. I made it a point to when I had to get to the books, I had to. But yeah, of course, I was just never really into it. You know, I was into it for for sports. Of course. Well, yeah. That's I. I used to spend my days in school like writing down wrestling moves, and yeah, my teacher I mean, would come over and be like, yeah. uh, "This is not what you uh, you're supposed to be," I, or, or I, like drawing little wrestlers. That's what yeah. I would do. So, so, but now you end up going to Nassau after. I went. My coach wanted me to get out of New York because, again, you know, I was getting in trouble. Now, were you in it? Were gangs or like? I, I would think the gangs nah. would play like, "Hey, you're our nah, guy." It was never a gang in, in gangs. I was always. I had friends, but you know, I. I mean, once again, I, I got into wrestling because I was getting picked on, and the day I got into wrestling, that was the last day anybody picked on me. Once I learned a couple moves, and I was, you know, you know, I was. It was over. Right. Nobody ever again was gonna mess with me. You know, so I learned a little bit how to protect. I actually got into boxing. Before wrestling, I went with uh, my sister's ex-boyfriend. Well, my sister's boyfriend at the time, he would uh, he was you know doing some karate and he, he went to a boxing gym. Is it a white Westbury. guy? White guy. So he probably did he Westbury. take you for like for like like <laughs> street cred? You're like, hey, I don't know. I don't. I, it was in Westbury. I remember that. And and um, uh, of course, you know, they ended up breaking up down the road, and then I didn't have a. T you know chance to go back to the gym it was far away so that's why i picked wrestling it was at my high school it was free and i was like hey i could just learn this if somebody's you know grabbing me or trying to you know take my shoes or my money i could at least know how to slam somebody yeah. and get them off of me so that's originally why i joined wrestling not knowing the whole i i mean i saw a vision quest but i wasn't like knew the whole you know um point system or how it worked or anything i just yeah my first day i put a kid in like a, uh, a like a boston crab and and, and, and the coach was like you can't, I, I swear to god i thought i thought all the moves were the same it was the same moves yeah and then uh, and then actually i was in sixth grade wrestling and then they were like hey we're bringing some freeport kids over and then this kid akil code oh, yeah. came and put me in a, a cradle that gave me a red mark on my forehead for like a month it was like a reminder of not to get put in that cradle Oh but, man, yeah, I know a kill. He was a tough kid, kid right? Yeah, uh, a lot of tough kids come out of there. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, so then, so then you end up going. Uh, uh, you wanted to get out of New York. So where you? Oh uh, yeah, my coach was like, you know what? Let's. Uh, he called me Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Um, yeah, you're graduating. You gotta. You get a. You don't have the grades to go to a university, but you go to a junior college. You know, get your degree and then transfer over to the university, and you know. At the time, Iowa was, you know, Hawkeyes. It was right after the Brands Brothers and all yeah. that. A few years after that, Tom Ryan and all those guys. And he's like, Jimmy, we're going to send you to Iowa Central Junior College. It's in Fort Dodge, Iowa. Oh, and then you go up to Iowa University or the Hawkeyes. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Man, I get out there. I was like, where the hell am I? It was like. All cornfields. All cornfields. They hated me. I'm a Yankee. I'm straight out of New York. I mean, I didn't even, I've never been anywhere other That's than hilarious. like wrestling tournaments. 
so, I've never lived anywhere, so they're just like nobody, you know, is really like like what's up with this guy, you know what I mean? And um I just, you know, I was doing on the mat wrestling in the room, I was killing it, dude. I mean, you know, I would They must I have was, loved you. The coaches must have loved you. Yeah, yeah. But I think they still had that Iowa mentality, you know what I mean? I was more slick and you know, I probably, you know, didn't have to train as hard as the other guys that were grinders. So I don't know if they, you know what I mean? I, I think they like that grind style more. But, you know, again, I was still, you know, beating everybody up in the room. And um, I actually was whooping the kid that ended up winning the Nationals that year, the Junior College Nationals. Wow. Yeah. I think his name was Ironside or something. Yeah, Mike yeah. Ironside, I think. Mike Ironside, whatever his name was. He was good, but I, I, I was, you know, I was definitely beating him up in practice. And... The end of the semester was coming. I just was having, I just, you know, I wasn't feeling it out there at all. I was just homesick. I any, was, any chicks? Were you banging any hot Iowa girls? Yeah, but still, it was just, <laughs> eh, I don't know. It, it wasn't my cup of tea out there, man. I was just like, nah, it was cool, you know? So you lasted yeah. one semester. One semester, I came back and um, transferred back to Nassau Community College, which for me was, was incredible. By the way, Great. if you guys don't know, Nassau Community College is has the best sports teams because it's every great yeah. athlete in Long Island who was too dumb to get into college <laughs> or, 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 or just like Jay, like failed that after yeah. a, a, a one semester of, you know, Northern Iowa. Yeah. And, and then also the hottest women because it was every girl that like was a princess who never had to try hard in school, uh, who was just popular as shit, but actually forgot to actually learn anything to read a book it, it was like you, you the hottest woman they all came right from the club at night oh, yeah. they were i mean like 10 in the morning was when they were leaving the city club they had they, they still had glitter on their faces and, and they all wear like these little shorts with the juicy uh, uh, on the asses and, yeah. and or like sweatpants oh right oh, yeah, yeah nassau is it's nice I don't know about it anymore, but it was nice when I went. So you went to Nassau. And you went to Nassau, Nassau. Yo, the coaches, again, you know, these are my coaches that, you know, I needed a kick in my butt. I needed, you know, somebody to be on me. You know, I didn't, you know, that that's who I meshed with better, a coach like that where, you know, come on, you know, be on your stuff, you know, always trying to push me. And I, I came back and boom, I fell in. The, that's what I had at, at Nassau was Coach Henke. You know, he reminds me of Mickey from Rocky. Right, right, right. Okay. So. <laughs> Get up because Hankin loves you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, man, he was great. You know, he was just pushing me and, and, you know, you know, telling me, you know, great things every day. You know, you could do this. You know, stay on your grades. You're going to go to the, you know, you're going to go D1 and now, all this stuff. That was Baroni on team too? Baroni was on the team too. Yeah. So both of us knuckleheads were on the team. We ended that up was, fighting one year. Really? Yeah. Upstate. What do you mean? You, you got him got to a fight? Yeah, we got in a fight at a tournament. We went up to a wrestling tournament in Albany, dead midwinter. I mean, January, February, snow like two, three feet of snow. So me and him again, I forget the whole reason why. I remember I had Timberlands on and I was trying to kick. He was already boxing too at the time. He was doing right. the tough mans and all that. Right. So I was like, yeah, he got some hands, but. You know, I, 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 who I'm won just, the fight? Well, we ended up stu uh, scuffling a little bit. I like mean, on the bus or in the? No, in the, we were in the tournament about in the weigh-ins or something. And you guys I were mean, teammates. We were teammates. Yeah, we. You know, Bronny's yeah. a knucklehead. I was a knucklehead at the time. I mean, we just. I don't remember about everything. All I remember is, I mean, I know I had a chair in my hand. I mean, he had a chair. We trying to swing chairs at each other, and uh, coach finally comes in. He's like, "All right, you guys want to fight?" 
find your own way home. <laughs> Me and him look out at each other. We look outside. We see that three feet of snow. Hey, coach, we're good. <laughs> we're good, bro. We made up real quick. That see is that hilarious. snow outside. I so, mean, yeah. I mean, Baroni was like, he has so many stories about how oh, he was a, a male stripper for the, yeah, for the, man, for some shot. kind of black dance He used team. to bring in the boxing gloves and have all the wrestlers box after practice in Nassau and Hofstra because <laughs> we went to Hofstra too together. I mean, it was hilarious. So then you go to Hofstra, you get into Hofstra. And yeah. I remember, I think I, I would have been on your team too because Mike Quaglio yeah. gave me uh, my, my tour. And yeah. he was like, and Tom Ryan recruited me. Yeah. So Tom, at the time, Tom was cleaning house. He was like, yeah. because the team wasn't that good at that, at that time. It was like a bunch yeah. of, I actually went to a wrestling camp and took down a couple of the, high, the college kids on Damn. the team at, in high school. Yeah, and Tom right. was like, I think gave me a scholarship on the spot. He's like, all right, get these, I think this kid starts for us. So, Whoa. so. <laughs> You go to Hofstra. I went to. I ended up winning the the Nassau community. Uh, the Nassau, I won the nationals. So you won that the, year. The, the community well, college nationals. Yeah, the good. first one. Yeah, real good. Because again, like we spoke about, oh, it's all the great uh, wrestlers or through high school that didn't have the grades to go Division One, so they all go to to junior college so they could skip D three, D two. Yeah. After they graduate, they go straight to D one. Yeah. Well, that was my road anyway. So yeah, I won the nationals. Got recruited by um, Hofstra, you know, still a knucklehead, you know. Still living at home in Freeport? No, I was living on campus. I right, had a right. full, full ride to Hofstra. I had, a, you know, little room. I had a room off off campus, an apartment with a girl at the time, too, in oh, my room at Hofstra. So I would go back and forth, living the dream. Um, and, um, yeah, I did, uh, you know, I was messing around that season. I, I felt I could have. I probably could have, you know, won it that year, but I was messing around. What do you mean, like, with smoking weed? Yeah, smoking weed, just, you know, school, just didn't. You weren't doing coke or No, it, no. I never did coke. So you weren't I sold doing. coke. You, you were, <laughs> now, were you selling coke at Hofstra? Uh, maybe a little bit, not okay, as much Okay, so you were selling as, drugs, even yeah, though you had a full ride. Drugs. You yeah. still needed money. Yeah, I still needed money. So you're selling drugs on the side. Don't and, don't follow my path, kids. Right. And now is is Baroni selling it with you? Is he? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I was so, I was uh, selling Baroni weed. Okay, so he always gets me out of it. He's like, you sold me some weed one time and then smoked it with me. <laughs> That's his so cell phone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, he, I mean, he was your friend. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got to try it out with you, right? For sure. And, 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 but I got to uh, get paid. So, so okay, so you're at Hostra. You're one of the best kids on the team. Yeah. Uh, it's you now. Is this is before uh, Weidman came, right? Yeah, before Weidman came, before uh, a few other guys. There's a guy Weidler, I think, on the team. Weidler, yeah, he was, he went MMA too. He was fought MMA too. He was tough as nails, but he was you know. He was a meathead. Yeah, meathead. So okay, so you're selling drugs, and so and you get at that point you got kicked out of Hofstra, right? Yeah, I uh, you know again I was a knucklehead. This is that that season. I ended up doing okay. I lost to John Lange in the. Uh, in the wrestlebacks of the Nationals, which was going to be my place around. Right. Which I already beat the kid that ended up coming back, taking third. I beat him in the quarterfinals. Wow. So, I mean, you so know, I was right there. there. Yeah, the next season I was ranked third in the country, D1. Being a knucklehead, smoking weed, and got popped on the piss test, which at the time... For marijuana, which is for so marijuana, because And they had a new rule set in place saying if you get test, you know, positive for drugs... You're off, and it was a school. It was the school, um, you know, new rule. It wasn't the NCAA. Like if it was NCAA, I would have had a couple months suspension and been back. Right. And for me, it was like, all right, now, okay, now this is getting my shit together. Now this is my last year wrestling. 
I know I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go 100%. I don't, I don't know. I think I always need that kick in my butt or some type of reality to set in, which isn't good. But I needed that at the time, and I was like, all right, I'm taking it serious. And you know, whatever, with however the cards got dealt, they didn't let me back on the team. They were like, you uh, know what? Now Tom Ryan could have had your back. I remember. I actually, think so. I, I asked I Tom think, about it. He said that's yeah. the one thing he feels really bad about. Yeah, I mean, he said he said he was brand new. He was brand new. He didn't go to bat for me. I get it. You know what? Everything in your life happens for a reason, and that's what it is. So that, at that point, now you're kicked out of school. I was kicked out of school. No, 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 no. They actually did say I could finish up my school and my scholarship, but me being me at the time and being so like sour over the whole situation, I was I didn't want to go to school. I'm not gonna go to school to wrestle. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm I can't wrestle. wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got what am I doing here anyway? I'm here to wrestle. I didn't have any really plans to do anything. And how after old are you school. now? You 20? Yeah, 19. 20, 19 years young, old. Yeah, young, yeah, young knucklehead man, and um, uh, ended up picking up my wrestling shoes. I remember this like it was yesterday and throwing them in the garbage and never in my headgear and everything I had like my practice stuff. And never even thinking about it again. Uh, like I dated girls then, they didn't even know how the level of wrestling I was on. Like when yeah, I would tell like them, third in the you country. Know, yeah, and they would. I would tell them they had no idea just because I didn't talk about it at all. I just voided it out of my life. You know, then you know it's not. It just happens, you know. But I, I still feel everything you do. You know. Okay, so, you know, so, now, so, then, so then what happens? Uh, you know, that's when um the Tony Montana. <laughs> no, that's when I got him. You know, I was like, you know what, time to make money. But so that, so then you walk into Saralongo, or no? Uh, no, it was a you know a little time went by. I started making money, and then I uh how are you, Phil, how are you, Phil 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 Baroni. How, how how were you making money? You were selling drugs? Yeah, selling drugs, man. Selling it was all about money at the and time. You were living I in Hempstead. I felt like seriously, which is the wrong way of thinking. I felt like I wasted my time wrestling. You know why? Because it felt like, you know, it's not like it is now where wrestlers in high school or, or junior high or something have something to think about after college or career with time, fighting. At the time, there was no MMA. Yeah, there was Olympics after. There was MMA, but it was still brand new. Right. I mean, you're talking about 2002, you know what I mean? So, what, so okay, so ago. now you're dealing drugs. Are you, are you, are you dealing yeah. it to like... Are you dealing it to like shady people back at the in the neighborhood? Are you dealing it to dumb college kids or shady, shady people? I really, you know, I you know what I mean. Everybody, no. anybody, yeah, anyone I mean, knows that Jay has Jay has the coke, yeah. Jay has the weed. No, no heroin or no? You weren't. No, 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 no. Just, it was just uh, weed and coke. Yeah, now, weed and coke. But you're making good money at this. Yeah, I was doing really well. So you're making like three, four thousand a week. Yeah, more than that. Five thousand. Now, yeah, now, were you saving any numbers. of it? Yeah, I was. I was. Decently smart. I mean, I always had a, you know, I always had a... A good business sense? Yeah. And I always would spend money too, but, but you know, I always, I was, you know what? I always knew it could end. So I was like, you know what? Let me just have money. So you weren't driving around a Ferrari and uh, like a, a fur coat or like... Yeah, I did dumb things. I was driving around really? convertible BMWs and dumb shit like that, of course. Convertible I still, BMWs? I still love cars, man. Okay, Come on. Right, it's a good point. So you got a convertible... Yeah. I had a convertible BMW at the time. I had a Mercedes Benz. You know, I had motorcycles. I had four wheelers. I had jet yeah, skis. Now, are people... Know, know, are you a known drug dealer at this point? Are people like... Are you, well, are you moving the up circle, the ranks of, of yeah, drug dealing? I mean... Yeah, plus I could defend myself. Right. Come on, So man. don't fuck with it. Did anybody yeah, ever try to on. come at you? Uh, yeah, a few times. I mean, in that stage of my life, too, I was, I didn't care. I was street fighting. I was, you know, I, I you know what I mean? I took more of what I'd known from my competition and, you know what I mean, and wrestling. Because literally in a street fight, 
I mean, if you could wrestle, you got an upper hand. Right, I mean, right, right. Because not everybody knows how to box or throw punches. You know what I mean? Right. There's 99% of people do not know how to fight, you know? Of course, now, okay, now you take it to the street, there's nothing's, there's no rules. Yeah, you get stabbed, you get shot, but Did I you mean, ever get stabbed or shot? I got shot at, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got shot at before in a long time ago, a few times. So now Phil Baroni is the guy that that saved you from all this? this, this? Yeah, if you want to, yeah, I mean, that, damn okay. sure right, dude. <laughs> okay, so Phil Baroni, all right. So, at the time, so I'm doing all this stuff at the time, you know, doing my thing and making money, and uh, Phil reaches out to me, hey, man, I'm fighting in the UFC. Um, I knew he was doing tough, tough, tough enough fights. I didn't, you know, I yeah. seen UFC, it wasn't as big. And he's like, man, I need, uh, I'm fighting, um, who is he fighting? I think he was fighting Matt Linlin first Matt fight. Matt Linlin, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, I need a good wrestler to, you know, take me down. Because and, and, Linlin you know, was an Olympic wrestler. Yeah, Linlin was an Olympic wrestler. And he's like, I need a good wrestler to take me down and I need to defend takedowns. And, um... Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to wrestle anymore. I'm like, well, no, I'm going to go wrestle and get ringworm and get sweaty and sweaty dude on me. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm, I'm about, I want a mink coat and drive a convertible yeah, yeah, yeah. You get <laughs> at the time. Of, you get Long Island yeah, man. Like so, uh, um, what ha I mean, I ended up, yeah, going down and, and wrestling with him and, and we did a little boxing. I now, remember. where was this? Belmore kickboxing academy. That's where I started at. Shout out Keith Trimble. Still there. Badass coach, one of the best in Long Island. Um, so uh, that's where he took me down, and, and you know he convinces Keith to let me box. You know Baroni's a knucklehead, he's, and I, and I went in the box somebody that knew how to box. So this is after we doing some um, some um, wrestling stuff, and um, I put the gloves on, and you know I was, always thought I was tough. I was like, yeah, I got, this dude looked like a nerd, like straight up substitute teacher. Yeah, the guy was gonna box i'm like yeah i'm gonna smash this dude i had a you know i was super confident i was beating people up in street fights i'm like yeah let's go this dude had a bird chest and he took off his glasses and got in the ring i'm like yeah let's go boom straight jabbing my nose off my face bro i left with my nose bloody i'm like whoa but you never but you never even really trained i never boxing. yeah i never i did a little bit of boxing again before wrestling but not right. like that you know what i mean and i was like damn so anyway long story short you know i finished around whatever i was tough and all that but i wasn't like i wasn't that gung-ho about you know going back to me yeah, to be yeah. a fighter so long story short a time goes on by and then i ended up getting locked up Ended up getting arrested for, of course, selling drugs, which is one you, of the now, best you, things that happened in my life. Did you get set up or? I got set up for a guy I knew 10 years. So, you know, if you're doing dirt out there, just believe it. I don't care if you're James Bond. Shit comes back to what you. What were you selling? Coke. So you were selling Coke. How I was selling Coke. Coke. Uh, dude, I don't know the numbers, but I ain't going to go into all that. It, right, was, right. it was big. It was big. It was a pretty big deal. And then big deal. It was big enough to get an A2 felony, which... A2 nonviolent felony, which the only one above that is an A1 nonviolent. Okay, so if you go down the list, there's A1 felony, A2 felony. I had an A2 nonviolent. So then you have the A1 nonviolence, A2 nonviolent. Of course, mine was drug, so it was nonviolent. So boom. You know, I'm in the, you, you're in the game with that charge. You yeah. know, I went to my lawyer at the time. Thank God, I, like I said earlier, I've been, you know, I wasn't always a retarded person and spend all my money i would always have something so you had a good, on the you, side you had a pretty good lawyer had a pretty good lawyer and he told me straight he's like yeah you're in the game now buddy you got some money huh <laughs> basically i'm not touching your case without some money 
So I had 50 grand? Yeah, around, you know. But I didn't have to give them all that up front. So anyway. Now, did you have to spend any time behind bars? Well, I, I, when I got locked up, I was in there a month. My mom put up the house, bailed me out, and then I started fighting my case from there. But I mean, dude, again, my story, I, I, it made me who I am today, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean listen. How, but I mean, when you see your mom put up her house. My mom put up a house, I mean, man. I mean, her, are, you, are, you know, are you in tears? I mean, how bad do you feel? Dude, it hurts, man. I mean, you know, that's your mother. Yeah. You know, and, and she still didn't like, you know, she still wasn't hard enough on me to be like you know you're a piece of shit she just you know she you could was tell she about giving you back to the adoption agency at that point <laughs> nah i don't think she would do that but yeah imagine <laughs> yeah calling up hey you know you know i know i had him for 20 some more years but come get this guy i picked i made a mistake i don't care if he could wrestle <laughs> but uh you know yeah i mean that that was all life-changing experience i wouldn't change it for the world and i hope so you know so I, your lawyer gets you off well, yeah, I started fighting the case. It was in a month. Bail out. Mom put the house up, which is, you know, you know, I mean, that's her house, dude. You know, your mom put your house up but for you. But you're guilty. How if do you, you, you don't change your fucking ways, if your mother puts up your house for Correct. you, you just a damn, you are a piece of shit. But how do you beat the case if you're, if you're guilty? Okay, so it's my first, uh, it's my first felony. Yeah. You know, it's my first time being in big trouble. I had small stuff, misdemeanors, fights. Again, we going back, but nothing like this, you right. know, this magnitude. So... You know, again, it goes back in my life when my, you know, again, for me, I always need that kick in my butt. So I'm like, you know, sitting in jail those for those days, like, man, this this shit is definitely not worth it. Yeah. And, you know, this lion right here is not meant to be caged and all them feelings I've had. And, and of course, I'm not no snitch, so I'm not going to set somebody else up like the guy that set me up because he wanted to get out what of was trouble. that what they were trying to make you do yeah well, well first they knew already they brought me in right away and said you know what's up you got anything for us nope take me you know take me to you know what do, do what you gotta I, do my, my, my dad and my lawyer drugs and he, he had turned in a field of, of marijuana that they drove past and got out actually <laughs> damn selling acid and my lawyer actually is is a lawyer that he don't make deals so if you have this lawyer there you know if you already know he don't you know he don't come with deals he gets you right. the best scenario that could happen but he don't do any deals or set anybody up or anything like that so um yeah long story short um we uh i bail out my mom's bailed me out and then you know i start that's when you know the everything sets in so now reality, you're like all right depression. now now are the, are the people are your old clients and your the guys are they trying to get you back in the drug game are they trying to hey listen uh, yeah you know there was a i'm not gonna lie there was a few moves i had to make after being out on bail, like, you know, people owe me money and stuff I had to sell because I was still sitting on things and just, but I already had in my mind I was done. Did you, you sell your, your, like, stock in, like, your in, like your drug business? I mean, yeah, was it, it was done. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't sell what I had. But like, yeah. I mean, like, someone bought you out, like, hey, I'll take over your clientele. For yeah, you. yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, situations like that, I had to, you know, meet, do some meetings with stuff and, you know, unload stuff I had and, and just, you know, now everything I've had, it's like, you know, anything worth value had to get rid of just to have some money for lawyers and whatever, you know, any anything else just to live. Because yeah. the next few years, I didn't, you know what I mean, is <laughs> living off of stuff I had. I didn't have a job. And, um, yeah, that's when everything kicks in. Reality, depression. What do I do now? Oh, I'm facing jail time too, you know what I mean? So this is a, the court 
is the the case was going on. Now, are you time. thinking back then, like, man, I was second in the state. I fucking, I had all this. I had. I, are you thinking a little bit? Fuck? You know, just it could have been different. I could have stayed in school. You know, even a nine to five is better than being in jail. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, unless you like being confined, I don't. So. So how long were you actually in the jail for? Just like a month and change. You Did know anybody what I mean? like test you in jail? No, bro. Come on. No. No. It's it's different, man. You carry. You know, it's, you, you, they you, they prey on the weak. You don't have to join a gang or anything. No. Come on, dude. I carry myself a certain way. Nobody's just gonna run up on me. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you know you could do that too, and that's what it is. It's like anything in life. You know who you could prey on and all that. Not that I'm not the one. So, you know, I didn't have to. That I knew. I knew a few dudes in there too. So, you know, what I mean, it's not. It's right. not like I didn't know anybody. But so yeah, I'm out and just going through all that stuff, and you know. um, um, you know, I'm just praying and just wanting another chance. I don't want to go. And this is when all those feelings set in depression and all this. Now, what do I do? And the only thing, because now I'm getting ready, my mind frame is, okay, I got, I, you know, I might go to jail. You know what right. I mean? There's a possibility, a big possibility, unless I get, they get me probation, which my lawyer was like, yeah, I doubt it, but the, the, I'll try to get you about eight months. So... I'm now I'm like, all right, I got to get in shape. You know what I mean? So that was my way of thinking. So you got in shape just for, to prepare for jail. Yes, that's wow. how. So I call Phil up. Boom. Yo, listen, we're, I got to go back to that gym. I got to get ready, you know, before I'm dealing with this case and all that. And and that's what was my mind frame going back to Belmore kickboxing was getting prepared to go to jail. So now, now you go to that, that Belmore kickboxing, you're actually beating the fighters probably. Not yet. I still... I went back and I was just hitting the bag every day and doing my own thing. I just signed up at the gym. Just so to, who says to you, hey, you want to fight or anybody? like? Uh, not, not yet. It was a few months went by. Keith just looking at me on the side of his eye, not really paying attention to me. And, you know, that was rare. That was new to me, too. I always had coaches running on, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. So this was all new. Yeah. I mean, this guy wasn't even paying me no mind. You know, he was just looking at me like from the side of his eye, whatever. You know, who's this kid, whatever. He knew I was tough, but, you know, he still wasn't like jumping at, hey, yeah. man, I want to train you. And then all of a sudden one day, I don't know how it happened, but, you know, he was like, he'll, he'll train me. And that, from that day, dude. It, no, no, no. I was look, I'm looking at your record. You, yeah. Now, you win your first, you fight Keith Plate. Yep. Uh, that's, that's your first fight. Minute and a half. Just knock yeah. the fucking guy out. Winning, was was uh, winning that fight like I was a straight killer off the street. <laughs> Had all the homies in the crowd from Freeport. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I uh, I sold the tickets because we had to sell the tickets or sell for the fight. And no, it was still brand new in MMA. So nobody knew what it was, really. I would be going down in Freeport. Hey, man, come watch me fight. The tickets are like 25 bucks. And like, at this point, fight. you know you're not going you're to jail, a wrestler. right? At this point, you know you're, you're off. Well, not yet. I'm still going through my case. So I still, so it's even more because now I found the love for this new sport uh, that I can incorporate wrestling. And I found, a, you know, I always loved boxing and I could do boxing. And then I what's found that one out movie Muay where Thai. The guy fights in prison and then like. Which one? It was some stupidest, but I think it was a boxing movie, but like somehow. Oh, yeah, the back in the day. Uh, penitentiary, was it? It was something where like he fights in jail, but then. Yeah. For some reason, like everybody in the jail, like they have like ring card girls. I'm like, so fucking. <laughs> I need to make a movie they, like, like that. It. I was like, I, I don't think this is what happens in jail. We're gonna, we're gonna make the remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, so Keith Plate. Now, is Keith Plate any good? You know anything about him? I don't know anything about him. I, man, I was like, it's war. You know, if I could put the war paint on my face, you know what I mean. I could put war on my face. I mean, I was fighting. Even that, my mentality for fighting wasn't 
where when I became a real professional at it and I had a better mind frame with it, I went in that fight like he smacked my mother in front of me. Now, did your mom come to the fight? No, no, no. She didn't come to the fight. She, but you know, they all. My mother's great. She, she believed in me wrestling and fighting. She would. I would call it a day before a fight, and oh, you're gonna squash him like a tomato. Don't worry about it. I swear to you. I mean, who can be? How can't you be confident if your mother's like, yeah, don't don't worry about That's it. That's a nice Italian woman, right? Yeah, there. yeah. You're gonna squash him like a tomato. So your your next fight is against Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you beat him in a minute, a minute rear naked choke. Yeah. Fernando Munoz, fucking uh-huh. 33 seconds. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was winning. I was running through them. Hot uh, night through now, I mean, by then, you know you're not going to jail by Fernando Munoz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already... So what happened was with the whole situation with the jail, how it ended up is, you know, I started going back to my high school to get the coaches to sign letters for me saying I was a good dude, my personality, or yeah. you know, I made a mistake. I went to my college. My college coaches did that for me. A I lot of people... It? Uh, no, my my Nassau Community College. Oh, they, you, you, you didn't go to Iowa. No, nah, oh, they didn't. We always nah. knew you were. Uh, no, problems. so my Nassau coaches, my high school coaches, they they you know they like father figures to me, so they definitely were in my corner, you know. Um, um, and then you know I told myself that's it, I'm done messing around. You know what I mean? If I get this opportunity, you know, again, like I've had many opportunities in my life, and I kind of messed a, a lot of opportunities up, but I know how to rebound. When yeah, I yeah. do get a, a opportunity, I never look back from that. So then, so then you beat Fernando Munoz in a minute, and then you then you first round against Fabio Holanda. That's the first time you go to distance. Yeah, he, he so he he must have been tough. Then then you fight GSP. Yep. Uh, this is your your fifth fight ever. Yeah. <laughs> against GSP. Now, do you yeah. know how good GSP is? I do, you know what happened was I messed up because well again first off I was still green you know I just still didn't have the mentality of a of a you know. I still feel like I was amateur. I didn't have really any amateur fights. These all first fights were pro, but, you know, I still had an amateur mind frame. And even GSP fight, I went in with the wrong mind frame. I went in like, you know, it was war, you know, without, you know, Now, were you training in Long Island still? I was training in Long Island, but I came out to help Phil for his fight, and that's how I ended up getting this fight. I still didn't have a manager. I was training with Phil in the UFC gym, the older UFC gym, and Dana White was looking at a spar on his office camera like, who's this kid? You know, and then for some reason, uh, oh, yeah, Mayhem ended up getting locked up, that crazy son of a bitch. And he was supposed to fight GSP. So they had to cancel that fight. So, boom, you know what? So Dana, Dana White says, do you want to fight GSP? Basically, yeah. Now, do you know anything about GSP? Well, this is the messed up thing. I Well, not messed up, but I trained with him at Henzo's gym in Long Island. And I was taking him down, and I'm like, this kid's badass what yeah like you know what i mean i think it was bad for me because in my mind i was like oh i'm gonna smash him i'm gonna take him down and you know pound him out if i have to but so yeah i mean but yeah what happened he caught me well, he caught you that's the first time you've ever been knocked out yeah no did now were you ever knocked out in sparring or tra- training or i got knocked down in sparring before that yeah but not in yeah. a fight not in a fight, no. So in I mean, a, fight, a lot I was of times I talk to people, they're like, "Man, I didn't think I was. I didn't think anyone was gonna knock me out." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you, I got man, knocked you're out. human, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit anybody on the right spot, they go down. It doesn't matter who you are. But now, now, how hard do you take that loss? I took it hard, man. It was, it was. Uh, you know, I had to start back from ground zero, and I was, you know, it, there was two roads I could have took. I was, I was one, not for me. Let me do something else. Or all right, now, you know, I gotta change my situation i gotta get out of my environment and just change stuff up in my life to get better and that's what i chose to do i chose to move to across vegas. to red to vegas at the time just to 
you know, just to be engulfed in, in so, MMA. So now you're at, you're at Extreme Couture 2005. Now, I heard legendary stories about you at Extreme Couture. <laughs> I heard that you and Pyle would just oh, fuck man. everybody up at the <laughs> gym. Like, like they said that, like, basically to be part of that team, they had to get through you and Mike Pyle. Is that- nah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, we were just guys that, you know, it's like any gym. It's like your house. Somebody comes in your house, they disrespect, and you're going to handle it, right, as a man. Yeah. That's what we did. The, we, I was that guy too, you know, definitely. If you come in my house and disrespect me, okay, let's handle it. And there's the no better than to do it in a gym where you could put gloves on. There's no better place because now, it's all I, good. I, I heard one time, like, there's a famous story that Team Takedown came. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, didn't tell that you guys that, like, they were there. Randy forgot to tell you guys. So all of a sudden, it's you, Pyle, I think Evan Dunham was yeah, there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a van pulls up. And Johnny Hendricks, <laughs> wow, uh, CB, CB Dalloway, they make the story go crazy. CB Dalloway, uh, Ryan Bader, yeah, nah. and, and they're just kind of team takedown. What are you talking about? One time, I think they were the team takedown, right? Really? No, nah. in Arizona. And no, just, no, no. That was uh, Hendricks. Uh, what's the bigger guy? A few other. It was all wrestlers. So it all wasn't, those guys were kind of like, and they didn't tell you guys they were there. So you're like, you thought your gym was being invaded. By yeah, another I team. I don't remember it like that, but yeah. I mean, Johnny was just straight out of wrestling and coming off, you know, two-time national champ, so he had a confidence about him, and that was, you know, it wasn't like he disrespected the gym. You know, he just went hard, you know? That's that's the thing. There's 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 something when you disrespect, and then there's people that go super Barone hard. Head kicked him. Yeah, Baroni ended up. He was out. Yeah, he was out cold. Yeah, he was out, definitely, for sure. But, um. Yeah, he came back strong. Look what he yeah, did. He came back and won yeah, the, yeah, come the, on. the title. So it did, yeah, yeah. it shaped his career. Yeah, right. I mean, he it happens. It's the, the fight thing. business, guys. I mean, you know what? Some you could either again. There's two rows after that. You now, know. Now, now, were you there when Vitor Belfort was in his um, his uh, steroid or whatever? Uh, uh, whatever those guys were, uh, the you know the human growth hormone, whatever the I have low TRT years. Were you there during? His yeah, t- yeah, he was there. I don't know what he was doing with the situation with trt but yeah he was there for years you know um well it just seemed like when he was on trt he was like he was like spinning kicking people and head kicking people and <laughs> oh, and then was, off trt he's he's getting like sort of knocked out by grandmas and stuff is, yeah, is that I don't, I don't know what he did and does does he at his house the gym taking nah he wasn't needles nah, and stuff. that wasn't done in the gym no nah. uh, okay yeah but he trained there for years yeah randalay was there uh, Belfort was there. I mean, we had everybody come through that gym. Who's the guy in the gym that came in and you were like, this guy's going to be a world champion and then just didn't, for some reason, make it happen? Uh, I know everyone says Mike Pyle in the gym is like a... More of a boxer kid that, that came more... He did, he was just a boxer. Because at the time, Gil, Mart- Gil Martinez was yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not here to drop names, but, but I'm just telling you, this kid was phenomenal. I seen him in front of me. What's his Spar. Name? You can say Canelo Alvarez and beat up Canelo Alvarez in training. Who? I don't. I'm not. You know his name. You can I say forgot his name. Come I'm punchy. On, you can just say I'm punchy, bro. You can, just say, you can just say the guy's name. But that's the only guy I could think of. There was but, a guy that you saw beat up Canelo in the gym. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only guy I could think of that. And what happened? That, I don't know. Sense? I haven't heard of him. I think he should be. I mean, he still could be boxing. I don't know. But oh, okay. that's the only guy I could think of. And then uh, I, I was telling a story how Engano gave me the tickets to the fight, and I was yeah. with you, and I had to leave. And the next thing I know, you're sitting next to Engano. <laughs> yeah. You're now training with Engano. 
Oh, he came in the gym the other day. Yeah, he's whew, he's a monster. Yeah. And you were holding pads for him? No, no, no. We're just drilling. Just drilling. No sparring. They, you know, he asked me if I want to go round one. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just drilling when I why know not? what's coming up. Yeah, why not? This dude is a monster. He looks straight out of the Predator movie. Uh, yeah. You think he's going to beat Stipe? <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I mean, Stipe's good, too. I'm excited to see the fight. I don't, I can't call it on that, but, you know, this guy's a monster. I think uh, Stipe definitely has more of well-rounded with wrestling and stuff, but uh, just to call a winner of that is, is you know, yeah. that's why I love the, this fight, you know, because I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it could be over with one punch by both, you know? Uh, so you lose to GSP, but then you come back. You beat Ronald Jun, Adam Lynn, Pat Healy, who's a fucking tough motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he's tough. I mean, was did you yeah. uh, did you know how good Pat Healy was when you were fighting him? Yeah, I knew he was a tough guy. Um, yeah, I knew I was going in for uh, a guy that would never quit, and that was him for sure. Then you beat then you lost to Jonathan Goulet. Yeah, which I was beating him, and I got kneed in the head, which is probably one of the bloody fight bloodiest fights in the UFC. Yeah. Oh, man. I made it all the way back and grinded and, you know, to be winning the fight and get need. And now I got to, you know what I mean? And you beat Ellenberger. Beat Ellenberger. You beat a prime Ellenberger. Lost to yeah. Chris Wilson. Ellenberger was undefeated at the time. I'm the first guy to beat him. Wow. Yeah. And Jake, Jake hits like, I mean, he hits really hard. Oh, yeah. He's a monster. Uh, yeah. Now, the, the, the Woodley fight, was that the hardest you've ever been hit? Uh. I don't know. I went to sleep. I don't know if it's the hardest I've been hit. I, I think the hardest you've been hit is when you're still awake and you can feel it. Right. It's a good point. It's a good point. So, I mean, yeah, he hits hard. I mean, uh, I knew going in, he hits hard. You beat Mark Miller. You beat Chris Kennedy. I mean, you go out and you, you just, you're just beating these guys left and right. Uh, you, know, you beat Jesse Taylor. Yeah, he was tough too. I remember that. Yeah. He'd be a guy who blocked me on Twitter, Jason High. I don't know. He doesn't like me for really? some reason. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, I made a joke he didn't like. I don't know. I, I don't even know the guy. He's a guy. Uh, Jesse Taylor's a tough dude. You beat Joe Riggs. Joe uh, Riggs tough too. Yeah, I like Joe Riggs. He I talks like about Joe. your penis, by the way. He, <laughs> yeah, he's nuts. He's uh, fucking nutty. I mean, you beat uh, and then then you beat Rick Hahn, who's uh, yeah, he was tough. When great I beat judoka. Him. He was undefeated when I beat him too. And you're a black belt in judo, also, right? No, I'm not. A uh, judo. No, no, I just. I just practice judo. Judo's great art to to learn. I learned it because probably I started practicing more. Well, before Rick Horn, I was uh I loved the Uchimata throw. You know what I mean? I always was a throw in wrestling like cuz I like freestyle, so I learned judo and judo is, is great for MMA to transition into MMA. And um actually uh I brought out to train with me for that fight was uh Carol Parisian. Okay. Yeah, when I fought Rick Horn, so how, how, was, how was training with Carol? Good. I always trained with him for years, man. He was, you know, he's a fucking riot, man. He makes me laugh. And then the Ben Askren fight, which I still think you won that fight. Um, it was I do a too. close fight. <laughs> uh, I, I think the biggest mistake you made was when you knocked him down and started celebrating. Uh, I was like, dude. I know. Uh, but I still think you won it was that in fight. In the moment, man. Uh, I, I still thought I was winning. So Now, uh, now I, I happen to love Ben Askren. He's a, he's a, he's a good he's friend. He's tough, man. Yeah, he's Now, he's he says he doesn't wear the shit. Oh, yeah. I don't think he does either. Because yeah, I remember you calling stinky. him stinky. Man, he stunk. <laughs> His breath and everything in the wings. I'm like, dude, just talk that away. Now <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a fight. I thought, I thought you got robbed in that fight. Yeah. And he says that actually people bring that, that fight up uh, to more than anybody. Wow. He says people are still always... I, if you look at him right after the fight, he thinks he lost before they announced it. And I think I won. I mean, you could see his demeanor. Probably the best thing that happened yeah. for his career was here at that fight because yeah. he realized how how long he needed, you know. Uh, then the Ellenberger fight again, I thought it was a very close fight. I thought I won that fight too. I, I do too. I, I, I love you know Jake. What? But Whatever. Yeah. I like Jake too. Jake's a good dude, but, you know, 
I thought I won that fight, you know. Now, was, it, was it hard to walk away from fighting? Uh, um, I don't know if it was hard. I just felt like I've been through everything and I've put, you know, 100% of myself in and that's all I could do at the time. And I didn't want to be jaded or have a bad vibe in my stomach about fighting. So I, I chose to walk away, which is very hard for any professional athlete to do. I, uh, you know, I, I don't regret it at all. I said to myself, you know what, when that fire burns out inside of me, that's when I need to retire because, you know, they always ask me over the years, oh, how long are you going to fight on? When are you going to, you know? And I just feel like guys hold on too long. And I wasn't in a position financially to turn it down either. I just went with my gut, dude. I wasn't walking away in the sunset. All right, I could do this now. I could do that. I got a little money. No, I was walking away. That's another reason. I'm like, bro, I'm, you know, I'm fighting UFC top five guys and I'm making nothing, dude. I looked at my check. I'm like, I'm out of here. Making my money dealing drugs in the podcast. Yeah. Insane too. Like, you know what I mean? It was terrible, dude. I mean, it's a position, you know, I was in. I kind of took a shit deal to get back to the UFC because I felt like I felt confident in myself at that point. I feel like I helped you out a little bit. Uh, but I, had to, I gotta say, because I kept tweeting and and and, and tagging the, the, the Joe Silva and all the guys at Fertitas. I'm like, this dude's 11 or no in his last 11 fights. Yeah. Why is he not in the UFC? And well, no, I mean, I had other opportunities over the years to go back to UFC where I had better offers, like for Strike Force at the time, Affliction at the time. You know, they gave me signing bonuses. I made money, you know, decent money for for making a living. Wise, I didn't make the monies that you know. Now, like Conor McGregor's or, yeah. you know, other guys made millions of dollars. No, but I made a living. You know, that's all I had to do. So where certain guys have to work, you know. So I did okay. You know, I, I made some paydays. I made some fight bonuses, signing bonuses, sponsors at the time, you know. So I was doing okay. I bought my first house in um, 2008, 2007 or whenever it was. 2006, sorry. You know, or fighting. I mean, you know, so, so uh but um, yeah. When when it was all said and done, though, I didn't. I mean, of course, I didn't. You know, save money. I was spending it like, you know, I sign a bonus. Okay, that's a new car. Well, well, I'm telling <laughs> oh, you, I man. need that watch right there, that Rolex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, we live all make too. dumb. Yeah, we. Yeah, but whatever. That's all. Well, since here then, since you stepped away, you know, you doing stunts and stuff. Yeah. I'm, well, acting, acting, stunts. and I'm doing my own I think you started off in stunts, and yeah. all of a sudden, like. You were fucking killing the game. I, I uh, see you in blessing, man. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen you in every Marvel. Luke yeah. Cage. Uh, you were in uh, Iron Fist, right? Yeah, Iron Fist. Daredevil. Daredevil. Now you Luke always Cage. lose in these fights. I always it's lose. always in a jail scene okay. too. Like, like yeah, you're always it's, in a jail it's, it's, and you start. Stereo, I'm winning. stereotype, man. Guess what? I don't care. Stereotype me. I'm henchman, bad guy. One day I'll get a good guy role, but I don't. I don't mind, dude. It's all good. I, no, you're, you know, you're, but you're killing it. You're on like all kinds of movies and TV. Yeah, they give I, you lines. I actually got a great one coming out. I'm so what happy you got and blessed. Out? Uh, Equalizer Part Two. Nice. Yeah, I got a nice part with Denzel Washington, which is one of my favorite actors. And it's you got to do a scene with him. A scene with Denzel. Wow. I got a big scene with him. It's it's incredible. I'm happy to be a part of it, and you know that's gonna. I can't wait till it comes out. It's now, awesome. now, when you're on set, are the actors are they kind of like asking you about your fights and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Everybody is always respectful and and always into it. You know, it's, again, UFC and and MMA is one of the biggest you know fight fighting now, and, and you know it's bigger than boxing so you know everybody's always interested and and they give me a certain respect actually but you started at the bottom 
I oh, mean, I started on the bottom, man. You I'm started still, the bottom. Yeah, dude, I, I, yeah. I had to when I retired from fighting, dude. Listen, when I retired, my last fight, Tyrone Woodley, I was, you know, I mean, I'm looking at my bank account and I'm like, dude, should I take one more fight just to get, you know, some money together? And I'm dealing with IRS palms. I mean, and you know, when the shit hits the fan, it hits the fan because that's when everything started coming. I I got audited. When I'm after my last fight, I'm getting audited now. Really, from the last three years of fighting, I'm getting audited. So I was dealing with a lot, you know. And I just like, listen, I can't just fight for money. You know, I got to be into it because I've never one thing. I had 30 fights. I had wins. I had losses, you know, but I, there's not one fight I went in and, and gave up. You know, I fought every fight and I trained for every single fight. You know, yeah, maybe I overtrained or did, but I bust my ass every single fight and I never gave up any fight. So if I lost, you know, I just it was the better man that night that I lost to. But every single fight I fought with my heart. I never fought for money or anything else. So I'm you know, I, I kind of, um, you know, that's how I, I wanted to go out. You know, I wanted to go out when that fire kind of went out. Saying you started at the bottom, though. Start at the bottom. So I'm, I'm retired. And now what am I doing? And, you know, I'm like, man, let's let's try this movie thing and see. Well, I actually I already have been in the movie stuff since, you know, 2007, six, where Randy introduced me to a guy in New York, Johnny C, Johnny Santiempo, which kind of mentored me in the game and, and showed me the ropes. And, you know, I kind of ran with it from there. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe I could do it. I mean, I wasn't that into it at first, but, you know, just seeing how much work went involved to it and, and seeing, OK, um, you know, my first audition I went on, I'm like, yeah, I could do this. I, I fight in front of 20,000 people. I fight on preview. That's easy. Give me that. Yeah. They gave me the, the script of the sides, and I'm reading. I'm like, uh, um, yeah. Uh, Johnny said, uh, so basically, homie the clown came out the back door, hit me over there, like, get it out. What are you doing? Get out of here. So I had to, I was like, oh, shit, I really have to learn. Yeah, you know, there's there's you know a craft to this, mm -hmm. and even film fighting, there's a craft to it. It's I'm punching for camera, not just to hurt somebody. So it's totally different from fighting. You know, do you, any guys sometimes try to be tough guys and hurt you at all? Or? Yeah, nah. I, I remember Barnett was saying that like a little bit, Steve not Seagal really though. Yeah, nah, I haven't run into a Steven Seagal. I mean, nah, at all. You know what? It's it's again, how, 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 again, how, how, most Luke people Cage, are respected. Cool? Luke Cage is awesome. The, about Iron the, Fist. It was the chick, right? The you chick, both? super cool, oh, very how, how very hard worker. She definitely she spent we spent a week rehearsing the fight, and she was there eight hours a day rehearsing the fight with me and wow. she wanted to be she wanted to get it perfect and i respect that you know because i come from fighting where we train hours a day trying to you know do everything we can to have our technique sharp and she wanted to her everything for her to look real and sharp and she right. spent all the time on it so i respect that she was great um yeah everybody's cool again i come in and they know i'm a real fighter and you know and I was on the level of of the fighting I was, and and they respect that, and it's nothing they 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 respect that. They think it's cool that I'm there <laughs> on set with them. You know what else I respect? I respect Huegobox.com. You got to check it out, people. Huegobox.com. Everyone's done all the standard gift items for the holidays: clothes, cologne, a nice bottle of liquor. We've all done it, but we got something different. And much better than any of those this holiday season. If you want to return a gift, if you actually like don't like your gift, if the person you bought a gift for is like, what are you getting me? Listen, you put hot sauce on everything? If so, it's time to check out Fuego Box, a hot sauce club that delivers boxes of small batch and gourmet hot sauces right to your doorstep. They focus on flavor over heat and always avoid gimmicky selections. I hate gimmicky selections when it comes to hot sauce. Think of it as a hot sauce club for people who love food. 
For purchase, go to FuegoBox.com and use code GASTRO for $10 off your first box. That's FuegoBox.com, promo code GASTRO for $10 off and for the best hot sauces you've probably never heard of. So uh, that's awesome that you're doing this, man. Uh, but no, I, we do have to find, uh, talk to you about probably the most impressive thing. It's not you coming second in state and fighting all these people and beating Pat Healy and beating Jason High and beating uh, Ellenberger and, and Rick Hahn. Your girlfriend. <laughs> Your girlfriend. Oh, wow. Okay, so this girl comes to my show. Uh, actually, I think first time I met her, I forgot where we were watching a fight together, yeah. and I meet her, and I'm like, oh, oh, and she's like, hi, I'm I'm Jake's girlfriend. Uh, I'm Jake's girlfriend. I'm like, oh, uh, so what do you uh, what do you do? She goes, I'm a butt model. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I thought she was joking. <laughs> and then I I go and uh, I have her take a picture of me and you. Yeah, and then I look back, and she has the six million followers. I'm like, like that's the story of my life. Is no, I, I have her take a one point four, one point four million. Like yeah. I have like ten thousand. I think you have like a uh, four hundred. Okay, I fought blood, sweat, tears. Yeah, but this girl, this girl is the hottest chick I've ever. I mean, aside from my wife, she is the hottest <laughs> chick I've ever seen. Her ass is like. Yeah. I, I thought she had a fake ass. No, it's all real. She, 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 it's all real. Yeah. Now, I have to say, like, that, when she came to my show, she didn't dress like she does on Instagram. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, go she out did. wearing, like, the yeah, things she, she wears. She gets paid for that on there. Does she go out with you? Does she wear those hot outfits? Yeah, she'll, she'll wear some sexy stuff. Yeah, now, definitely. Now, are guys constantly making comments to her and you? Uh... Not, not really. When I'm there with her, like right around, like of course, if she'll go like to the bathroom by herself, or you know, get something to drink at the bar, and a guy doesn't know she's with me. But I mean, you know, that's my job to train my woman, babe. Make sure that you know nothing, you know, that they know right off the bat you're with somebody, or you know, I'm here. So, because when I come over there, there's no more talking if they're being disrespectful. Right, disrespectful. Right. So I mean, pretty much, she's like, no. What about you know, the comments on her page? Or yeah, the, like, I don't, I don't play, don't, I don't, don't look at that. that. I don't, right? I don't look into that. They're yeah. fucking, I don't care. Now you she's know probably what I'm as long as they're not disrespectful. She's probably making a million dollars a year on Instagram. Nah, no, no, no. It ain't like that. I'm sure I wish I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, babe, show everything. <laughs> go mean, ahead, man. I, she's got. I mean, I remember Hanato saying he was like, dude, every time I see this. <laughs> Hot girl, that's my, and then I see Jay Haran in the background. Like, 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 like you, yeah, like that's mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, is it hard though to like, uh, man? Uh, no, is is, this, is yeah, the sex wild? Good. Is it just insane? Uh, yeah, it's fun. Ugh, I love man. it. She, she's into me. So now, how do you get a girl like that? I don't. I don't know. Like, how did you pick her up? <laughs> oh, uh, um, my friend, um, his girlfriend. That was her friend. So. I mean, I said, hey, man, I was single. And, um, you know, I said, uh, what did I say? I said, ask your friend um, if she wants to come train with me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which kind of hurts me now because my girl, she's a wolf, dude. She's so jealous. She won't. She's like, you don't need to train girls. You're an actor now. Oh, so, no. yeah, I, you know, it's, it's a wrap. Puerto Rican or what, what is she? She's Mexican, French, and, um, um, yeah, she's pretty now, much I met her mom. I know talked to her mom, but her she, mom's is straight Mexican. Okay, yeah. but where does she get that ass from? Her dad? Like, does I her, don't know. Like, yeah. I, because I don't know where. Gym life, squats, and yeah, I don't know. Oh Genetics, God, I guess. Dude. I don't know. I was like, she you got gotta be crazy kidding. booty. I mean, Love good it. for you. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably high maintenance. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm nah, that. she's good. She got a great personality. You know, she's just a woman, though. So any woman is, you know, they get that roller coaster ride. Does she want to marry? She wants to buy, wants to marry you. 
Uh, yeah, you know, down the road, she not, you know, pressing me for she's anything. She's 17? She's not, well, yeah, okay. Dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, no, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's not 17. I'm not a child molester. No, I know. No, she's, I mean, good for you, though. That, 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 that's, yeah, I, she's I couldn't, cool. She's yeah, cool. I was like, Jay. I she mean, got my back. She's definitely supportive of what I do. She, you know, she don't. She does the girl stuff, stressing me out with, you know, the roller coaster ride little stuff, but not like you know, major issues with my career. Or now, do other girls see that like she's that. your girlfriend and they try to get with you? Because I would assume uh, that she's a magnet for like jealous Oh, no, girls. they don't try to get with me. They try to get with her. Oh, really? <laughs> she's a chick magic ma- magnet uh, for herself. Uh, I mean, dude, it's crazy. I go out with her. They're not, they trying to push me out the way to talk to her. I mean, dude, I've been out with her and. Yeah, they. But she's blatantly. in the guys. Though. She's not in the girls, right? Or is she in the girls too? No, she's into one guy. Me. Oh, well, I, mean, I meant like you know what I meant. Uh, nah, she's not really into girls. I mean, she she likes girls. She could appreciate a pretty woman, but yeah, she's not like yeah. You know, let's bring home a girl and get wild or nothing. I mean, dang. Yeah. Yeah, my girl too. I, I don't yeah, think she. I mean, maybe she a, would for me if I really wanted her to. But I was like, ah. Eh. Yeah. I, I probably would too if she really wanted to, but I probably wouldn't just because that would she would fucking chew my head off. Yeah, everything would be about that. Like, oh no, you like you like you like that, right? Like, you want to uh, do it again? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never smile like that with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she manipulate. Thing. It'd be a whole new situation that would come up. So yeah. it's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100%. 100% yeah. the same way. I, I know some guys can do that, but... And you want never, some strange, never, just Pornhub. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I know. I I know, but dude, it's just hard because I know enough porn stars in my real life that now I know the girls in porn. I feel like I'm cheating because I know actually I actually know the girl that I'm jerking off to. <laughs> like, right? like, oh, or, the, or the girls that like I, st- I knew when they were younger, now they're doing like MILF porn oh, and they're just shit. way too old and it's just... Anyway, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, Jay, so where could people support you, find... Uh, my Instagram is um, at Jay Haran. My name J A Y H I E R O N. I got the Twitter still J Haran. Uh, I use the Instagram a lot. You know, I tell you know updates of what's going on. Uh, definitely, uh, next film coming out is Equalizer Part Two. That's so cool. I'm man. not sure when it drops. Probably next August. It's just we just wrapped, so they still got. Um, now, why are you not in the Punisher? This this really bothers me. Yeah, because you see me in all the other Marvels, so now it's kind of burnt out. <laughs> on the, oh, really? They see my picture for an audition or anything, and they're like, no, Jay Haran, nah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They got to bring me back as a recurring character or something. You know right, I mean? right. I just right. How many times can you, can you yeah, get beat up? How many up times by can I get killed on, on It was so funny. Though. I posted a picture of me and you, and someone's like, it's okay, Jay. One day you'll meet a Marvel yeah, character. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. So That's I don't funny. care. It's, uh, it's funny because I spent so much time in my life and trying to win fights and now I'm doing the same training and stuff tra- yeah. making them look good trying to lose so and you're, on, and you're on this new diet I just started uh, this diet called intermittent diet it's pretty I'm trying it out it's pretty good well not trying I've been trying it out for a few few months now two months yeah just because I've been bloated like in the morning so I'm just trying to it's more for fasting so you eat eight hours eat eight hours and fast for 16 Got it. Oh, it's cool, you know, trying it out. Nice. You know, I don't get to uh, spar as much as I used to, and, you know, I'm not ripped like when I was stepping on a scale to fight. So, you know, I got to, you know. Still in good shape, though. I'm still I'm in great shape. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can track spar, you know. Yeah, I get yeah. in there a little bit, but, you know, I need a little bit of longer rest. <laughs> but I still get in there. And I don't fight. I have my rules for myself. Like, I'm not going to spar a guy a week out or two weeks out from a fight where he has that eye of the tiger. Right. You know, uh, has just, that ever happened to you before? 
Yeah, all the time. The guys in the gym, hey, Jay, come on, I got you next round. I'm like, no, nah, no, you don't, buddy. You know, I mean, I don't want to disrespect him either. Way. He, want, he needs that top-notch level of, you know, competition because he has a fight coming up. So, I mean, I'm not on that. I mean, first round, maybe, I got you, but, yeah. you know, I need a round off in now, the middle. I know Frank Mir said he used to fuck with Overeem at the gym. They, they used to spar, not Frank Mir, uh, Frank Trigg. They uh-huh. used to spar, and he would just say something like, your hair looks bad, or he would get into his head and to, like, to Overeem. And be like, oh, hey, you, 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 look, you look kind of fat lately. Yeah, and it would know. totally fuck with Overeem's head. Really? I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Not, no sure. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it sounds like something Trigg would do probably. <laughs> You know, paint his paint his toenails. There, there, there's a guy, Frank Trigg's a guy that like really looks down on his MMA career and like thinks that he didn't accomplish. Oh, and no. I'm like, dude, you've accomplished so fucking. Oh much. yeah, yeah, he's he's great. He did. He's a good dude too, man. I mean, I don't know if you know his personality on when he fought was is different from his him who he really is. He's a really good dude. Really good dude. Yeah. Really yeah. good dude. And you know, some people don't understand that. You know, when you uh, are in the in the game you have a persona about you and you gotta you know whatever sells tickets you gotta play the heel play yeah you gotta play the heel whatever you know so you never know what's going on with that but you know in reality he's a really good dude are you going to the fights this saturday uh, if my man Adam has a ticket for me, okay, I might. I just, I just might. I'll definitely find my wife's in town. So I gotta yeah, take her. No, it's all good. I've seen, I've seen a million, million of. You think Cyborg or Holly Holm? Ooh, Cyborg. She's a beast. Yeah. I just think in later rounds, it's just she just keeps coming forward, dude. What about Khabib or Barbosa? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I heard Khabib was in the hospital yesterday. I assume probably Barbosa. I don't know, but. Again, that's what I was going to say, depending on which which Khabib comes into the cage. I mean, he's relentless, too, when he, you know, takes the guys down. And But, yeah, he's been injured lately. I don't know. What about you know? Neil Magny is fighting Carlos Condit? Oh, Condit. Yeah, I think Condit will yeah, put him away. I think he's on his way out. Yeah, you know. It's it's crazy, man. You know what? The thing about what you got to love about a two fighting, it just shows when you're old. It shows It shows when you're done. As it shows when you're on top, it shows when you're, you know, sharp, it shows when you're a beast, it shows the opposite way too, you know what I mean? When she took a little too much damage, it shows, you know, when she get in there and it happens overnight, you'll see a guy fight, he looks like a stud one fight and the next fight he just like, damn, what happened? Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man, but it's such so real. That's the realness about the game. That's the realness about uh, fighting. Cowboy Cerrone's going to fight Yancey Madero's. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I love Cowboy, man. We just actually Cowboy worked on the movie too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's on EQ too. Oh, nice. Equalizer too. I believe I'm not sure I wasn't there for for it, but I think uh, um, um, Olaski might be on it as well. But I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. But yeah, Cowboy definitely has a part on it. He's in it. Does his thing. I seen some of his footage. What he was doing. It he's a good, good dude. Yeah, he's solid, man. He's solid. I, I really click well with him. You know, Have you ever banged any uh, ring girls or no? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm in a relationship, buddy. Relax. We, it goes back to, yeah, my girl is bad, but, yeah, she's, uh, she's a wolf, too. She's she, a wolf, right? Yeah, right, man. Right, we'll it. be out, and there'll be other girls coming around, and she just pisses on our territory. Like, yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. Beat it. Scram. So, you so, know, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I 100% hear you. So, guys, if you want to see me, uh, I'll be in Vegas the rest of this week till Sunday night, um, including Sunday night. Next week, I'm in Temecula at Pachanga Casino. Uh, then San Diego on the 12th and 13th at the Comedy Palace. 
and then Seattle at the Underground, and then I'm in Calgary at the Comedy Cave the last week of January. Thank you, uh, Jay Haran. Uh, your story is amazing. They should Thanks, make a movie guys. about it, a book starring you. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Maybe one day. You're very inspirational, dude. Yo, Fucking Freeport, thanks. people. Freeport, baby. Freeport. In the building. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much. Traps, Take care. Traps, 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 tra